right, everybody, how's it going? Welcome to season two of the CyberWare podcast. My name's Nathan Sloniker. I'm a student on the information security team at Minnesota State University, Mankato, and I'll be your resident expert in all things cybersecurity. And I'm here joined by Ham. Hey, what's happening, guys? Um, just your regular average everyday guy, but you know, I'm also a guy who loves to game. I work here on campus in the CSU as part of their kitchen, and it's great to be a part of this team, man. Welcome aboard. All right, so for our first episode today, we're just going to be talking about uh, the basics of cybersecurity. And just starting off here, Ham, what do you know about cybersecurity? You know, Nathan, I don't really know a whole lot about cybersecurity, but I make sure to keep like my passwords tightly knit over 14 characters. Surprisingly, I can remember that stuff. <laughs> I travel a lot, so I don't try to like jump on open Wi-Fi's. Who knows what could be on those like Wi-Fi bands? Try and sneak in some of your information. As far as tips go, those are very good practices to have. I have a few friends here who, you know, or even I know people who have the same password for their bank account that they do their Instagram, stuff like that. Some of the stuff they're going to be talking about is why you probably shouldn't be doing that sort of stuff. So just starting off here, for anyone who isn't familiar with what cybersecurity is, it's the practices of just protecting computer systems, networks, things like that, all things cyber. And it, important, again, how much stuff runs on the internet nowadays and technology, all that sort of stuff, backbone of all that is cybersecurity. And as for our message for our team in general, it's being cyber aware. That's our message that we're going to be pushing out this whole season is what it means to be cyber aware. And another question for you, Ham, is that when you think of cyber aware, what do you think of? You already had good examples, but are you familiar with our message at all? Not really, Nathan. To be fair with you, like just being cyber aware is something that I tried to learn a little bit more in high school to see what was really there. But in reality, I really don't have any clue what's going on. Okay. Yeah, so being cyber aware, as we said, it really falls back onto safe cybersecurity practices. Knowing what you're doing, being smart in what you're choosing to do, what you're clicking, all things like that. Some of the things we're going to be covering in this episode are just that. For a backbone of be cyber aware is our main message, which is the four P's of cybersecurity, which is passwords, patching, phishing, and protecting your devices. Are you familiar with any of those? Or? I'm, I'm really aware with phishing because like just how people go and just try to like go for those i'm gonna say keywords like when you're signing on to like a wi-fi okay what's your password or it could be you got to sign in like a birth date like what's your birth date and that's just one piece of information that they could use to try and snag something of yours all right just going off some of the things with the four p's ham have you again you're you said you're familiar with phishing what is phishing do you have and have you ever experienced it i've experienced phishing a whole lot i'll get emails left and right asking for a reset password even in this day and age where everything's online we were ordering stuff online amazon you name it you're entering passwords left and right you're getting emails from everywhere right it's people are so destructive trying to get your information that they'll they'll go to great lengths to do anything to get it let me tell you this so last week i actually had uh we had someone a, a phishing email that found its way to a, a couple employees on campus oh yeah and we had a it came through and with me being on the security team i investigated i go into the vm a virtual machine if you're Ooh, yeah, yeah. With those yeah yeah and i i click on the link and go see what's going on I'm not kidding. This was the most legitimate site I've ever seen. You clicked on it. It was branded purple, Ooh. all the whole thing. And it just, all it said was enter your password. And me being the jokester, I just typed in some random words and it just said, thank you. That's it. It wanted you to log in and just said, thank you. 
but I mean, most legitimate uh, fishing emo I've seen to date, just with how the branding looked on it. And think people are getting sophisticated with it. You might have the odd one where you get something you're like, really, this is the best you can <laughs> right? muster up. Yeah. But <laughs> we've been having, yeah, I genuinely was impressed with what I saw last week. And it just goes to show with how far some of these things can come. When it comes to other things, fishing, there's a, an example that we'll, we'll uh, talk about later called whaling. Interesting. It's, it's, it's kind of a variant of fishing. There's like spear fishing, you're going for select people. Whaling, yeah. you're going for the top guy. You're going for the executive. Ooh. You're putting in the effort to make it look really legit. I mean, this was just not on the same level of any sort of way, but this is just goes to show you how sophisticated some of these things are starting to get and how, how methodical and thinking people are with, okay, how can we get this? How can we attack someone with this? It's not just throwing something at the, the wall and seeing if it sticks. Yeah. Out. That's um, so crazy. Like, imagine someone taking the time and the effort to really make a web page that's so branded perfectly, yep. like just to the Minnesota State University Mankato brand itself, mm -hmm. the purple and gold, everything. Like you were saying, like that blows my mind that someone would go to great lengths to try and make something like that happen. And it's crazy. It's not just Mankato. We're not just the only people that's having to. It's happening to a ton of companies, ton of other colleges, even your home, whatever it could be. Okay, this kind of looks like my provider of some sort or whatnot. And this doesn't even get into phishing where you might have something like phone calls. Yeah, or, oh my gosh. Or the robo calls that everyone receives a million times a day yeah. uh, in today's world. So yeah, and then another thing that I thought we should cover is patching. Are you familiar with what patching is? I know about like patching my games. That's really about that's, all I know. That's pretty close. Patching is just fixing improvements on anything that's broken or anything that might be out of date, stuff like that. So patching is one of the things that we also recommend. And that kind of just follows in the same thing of keep your devices up to date. And we're going to be covering just kind of the top what vulnerabilities can happen and why that's one of them. That's a great that's a great topic to talk about because my old laptop that I have still runs on Windows 98 <laughs> and it is a beef of a laptop. Yep. But let me tell you, I don't, the amount of viruses that thing probably has is incredibly high. Yep. But just because like I was a young kid back then, I didn't know what to look out for. And now like, now on my like home-based computer, like I only visit YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Yep. That's it. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever had a Mac before. Never. Are you uh, familiar with Adobe Flash? Uh, a little bit. I don't know if you recently heard that actually went out of date. Like they're not supporting it anymore. Wait, are you talking about the original Adobe Flash that would run like Flash games? Yep, the original Adobe Flash, and it actually is like a hot spot for like malware and viruses now. People have their uh, update your Adobe Flash, oh. and we have there's one malware that's associated with it called Schleyer. Interesting. I've never heard of that. And it's one of that we get that just through our email, our alerts. We have that every other week. We have at least one of those come in because someone has something. They still have Adobe Flash on their computer. Yeah. So for anyone who's out there that has Adobe Flash, get rid of it. <laughs> okay. It's not supported, not needed, anything oh like that anymore. I can't play Club Penguin anymore. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, just backing off safe cybersecurity practices. So you were, you, oh, earlier you were covering what you do in your own time. Do you notice anything that you see other people do that you're like, why? Why do you do that? Or Oh, all the time. Like if I'll, I'll go down to the coffee hag here in Mankato and like, yeah, they got a free, they got free Wi-Fi down there. But like, I'm going to be honest with you. When I go down in there, I just jump right on my phone. And I do all the stuff from my mobile device because it's tagged to like my LTE, my 4G network. Yep. And I don't need to worry about anybody being on the same network as me. Because, like, people who are, like, super, super smart and, like, know all this computer-savvy stuff, if you're on the same network, people will find ways to, like, wiggle their way into your system, yep. and they'll find ways. Yep, you can 
fairly easily find out who else is on your network. But yeah, just with uh, Wi-Fi in general, the free Wi-Fi that you're talking about, coffee shops, airports. Oh, airport. Don't, if you see free Wi-Fi, don't use it. Not a good idea. If it's not password protected, you have no idea what's sitting on the other end of that uh, network. Safe clicking. Know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Know what you're clicking on. Know what you're going to be searching. Know where you're going. Okay. Don't just randomly, okay, yeah, let's click. Let's go. I'll log into this Wi Fi. I'll click on that link. Just a horrible practice overall. Know and just be mindful of what you're doing. And that'll keep you safer because that click could accidentally download something on your device or that click could log you into a Wi Fi network that's unsafe. Everything like that. Yeah, that actually brings me to a really good story. When I was really young on one of my older, older laptops that I used to have, I was on YouTube and I was just scrolling, watching through videos yep. left and right, left and right, blah, blah, blah. And I went down this huge rabbit hole. And then on this video that I was like super interested about, I was like, click this link and it'll give you a coupon code, blah, blah, blah. Yep. <laughs> and me being the dummy that I was, I clicked on that coupon link. A little did I know I downloaded the Trojan virus onto my laptop. Fun. And it was completely... Uh, unusable after that it yep that's just backs up to safe clicking sorry to hear that that happened yeah. i'm sure it's been a learning experience it really though was. it really was <laughs> yeah just even off the the wi-fi and stuff do you i'm sure you game a lot i time. take it yeah i game okay. a lot and i got a vr set okay so virtual reality little did i know is that those vr systems don't have any malware or like antivirus protection I inside them. that yeah i didn't know that either so little did I know that people were able to like trace my location through the headset. <laughs> yeah, actually, literally, literally, it was the scariest moment of my life. Um, it got to a point where um, I was chilling. I was on VR in a game called VR chat, right? Yep. And I was chilling in with this world with a bunch of people. And I got I like my computer just started pinging me left and right. I was like, what in the world's going on? So I lift my headset up. And I see like these X's all over my screen. I was like, oh my gosh, what in the world's uh, going on? Are you talking on your computer screen yeah, or your VR screen? My computer screen. Okay. So I had to lift up my headset and I just kept hearing these pings and there were error messages all over my screen. And I was like, what in the world's going on? Until my VR set blacked out and it just died. And I was like, wait a minute, what's happening? Okay. <laughs> so I immediately shut, I hard turned off my computer. Okay. And I was like, I'm not going to go back on my computer for a couple of days. I just left it alone. And, so, okay, and you, when you turn it back on, it worked. VR it worked, worked just fine. Everything worked. So yeah, with the four P's of cybersecurity, we have patching, uh, passwords, phishing, and protecting your devices. So passwords itself, pretty simplified. Have a good password. Don't share the same password with everything. Most passwords nowadays, you'll, you'll see the weak, medium, strong. Yep. Always have a strong and double the strong is my double, kind of yeah. thing. Triple, Triple it. it. So I might always don't have the same password that you have for your Facebook, that you have for your bank, that you have for your email. I myself have different passwords for everything, and they're 25 plus characters long. It's oh my gosh! Gibberish, absolute gibberish. And I have a, I had a few buddies. I mean, one of my buddies the other week, actually last week itself, one of my friends from back home actually had his his work email got like hacked in a way. Oh sure. And it, we found out that it was from somebody in Ukraine is where it was located. It could have been a VPN, but we just saw Ukraine. Yeah. I was like, hey, what, what password is this for? And he told me, oh, I have this password for my work. Not my bank account, but I have it for my Instagram and this. And I was like, okay, go into your email. Find all the accounts associated with that email and that profile. Go change your passwords immediately. And this is for anyone who's listening with your passwords. If you have the same password for anything, 
don't if i could recommend anything take an hour out of your day go through and just change all your passwords put them somewhere only that you know where they are and just go through take an hour change all your passwords on everything and that way you'll know it'll be safe no one else can have that sort of thing because as i was saying password stuff they get leaked even your credit cards it could someone could have bought your credit card off the a deep web auction years ago and they're just waiting till they actually need to use it yeah. you're one of a thousand that they ended up getting and it's just yeah just protecting your pa having a good password all that keep your stuff updated change your passwords frequently always a good idea okay and next for the four p's we have protecting your devices ham what do you do to protect your devices i try to take the average everyday guy approach to everything like okay i got my phone i got my computer i got my tablet i have all these things and i have different passwords for each device smart so like even though on my phone like really in reality i just shake it and i turn it on because i'm the only one who touches my phone yeah I, I never leave it anywhere i don't go anywhere without it and it stays in my pocket as for like my computer and my tablets yeah they're linked to my microsoft account but i have different passwords for each of them just in case if anything happens okay and just a thought process for you here do you have like a four-digit password on your phone or what no what what kind of security do you have on your phone honestly nothing really okay if i were to ask you what kind of things do you store on your phone that you might not think of um, do you have social media i do emails yep student personal just personal email any banking information no no banking apps nope okay that's smart do anything else that you can think of that you have on there that uh, might get overlooked um uh, you have contacts i got my contacts messages okay calls. now how about you do you play on a pc laptop uh pc okay what how about the pc oh, how man. much how much stuff important things do you think you have stored on there i you know probably 80 percent okay probably really important things are on my computer yep and just going off of that if that computer became vulnerable or i, I would be in detriment exactly <laughs> so yeah uh just going back off to protect your devices if you just want to take take a minute and think about Everything that you have stored on your phone, your computer, your tablets, how much of your stuff? Oh, I have my banking information, my Amazon. Oh, well, my Amazon's tied to my credit card. Yep. You know, my Netflix account or, you know, my Facebook has my contacts, my address where I went to college. All these things could be just found vulnerable if anything were to happen to your devices. So just keep protecting your devices, keeping your devices just up to date. Make sure it goes off of the four P's of cybersecurity, all that stuff. Keep them up to date. Keep them secure. Don't be just giving your password out to anyone. Don't just lend anything out whenever. Stay smart because, again, just do a thought. Just take a minute and think about everything that you have on these devices, and you'll be like, oh, my. I have a lot of important stuff here. Exactly. And there's one thing. You have a Mac or a PC? I have a Mac, a Dell, and then a PC. Okay, so you got them all. When you're, like, when you're logging onto a website, like, say, Amazon, for example, right? Yep. And Google says, hey, do you want to save this password for this website? Never. Never. Absolutely, <laughs> Absolutely not. never. I agree with you there. Like, Google, why are you trying to save my stuff? I don't want that. Yep. This is my information. No, I 100% agree. <laughs> I don't save passwords. Not a fan of it. I know my password. I don't need you to know my password. Exactly. You know? Some people are, you know, lazy and just like, eh, you know what? I don't want to type this in every time. Or don't save it. Better practice that way. After typing it in five times, you usually can, depending on how long it is, yep. memorize it pretty quick. All right. We start talking about personal security. Now we can talk about businesses and small businesses. And one of the biggest vulnerabilities, do you, if I were to ask you, what do you think the biggest vulnerability that most businesses have is? Well, honestly, I would have no idea to be fair. I'll keep going to the example of open Wi-Fi. Yep. Like 
who knows some person or some hacker guy could hacker man his way into it and be like, <laughs> now he's in the network and he's finding all the credit cards that have been stored through the card swiper or yep. if they're, or if they're new to the, like the business, they'll have the, like the Apple scan or whatever it's called. I'm not, I can't remember what it's called, but like all that information goes to the phone. And yep. then that gets saved into their database. That is a great example. What I was going to say, or what I personally believe in, what is usually the biggest vulnerability, people. Oh, okay. If you think about it, as you were talking about, that, the hacker man, quote unquote, yeah. getting all this sort of information. And it comes back to even phishing. If you're trying to fish, you're phishing someone. Not a machine, not anything. It's the person who'd click on that, make it vulnerable. Yeah. Or someone, oh yeah, I'll hold the door for you and you can get in. If depending on who we have in future guests, I, I know a story that if we have a certain person, they might tell. So that'll be a pretty fun one okay, to hear. Okay, cool, cool. But yeah, as far as I can say, you know, people are sometimes the biggest vulnerability and it's not like we mean to be. True. It's just, we uh, people are trusting most of the time. So when it comes to, okay, that looks legit, I'll click on it. Or yeah, I'll hold the door for you. Or yeah, here's what you need. What do you, I can help you out here. And that just falls into security awareness. And just going back onto the cyber aware again, if you can, big, small, however, even within your family, cyber aware, you know, just teach people and teach everyone that you can about the dangers of the internet. And the, the, the internet can be a great place. It can be a fun place. It's just be smart with what you're doing. And when it comes to businesses, big, small, training people and just teaching them about how to be safe and how to be just on top of everything they're doing and just be aware of anything that could be going on, always a great thing. So safe practice, always, always, always going to recommend that. And when it comes to businesses, big and small, some of the issues that it has with security, who do you think has more funding for security? Definitely big business. Exactly. Yeah. So that's actually, we're going to cover that in one of our later episodes, a big attack that I'm sure you've heard of ransomware. Yep. Yep. So we're going to be covering just kind of how businesses themselves can tie into ransomware. Okay, right on, right on. All right. So yeah, just going off, uh, as I just talked about ransomware, threats in the cyber world. How about you? Can you list any off the top of your head that you can think of? Oh gosh, I'm trying to just think. You've mentioned phishing. Yeah, phishing. Hacker um, man, so you've mentioned man's. hacking. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I remember the the leak the leak information of the PlayStation Network. Yep. If you remember that many years ago, oh, there was what was Xbox Lizard Squad. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember them. that. Ugh, man. Ugh, that was rough. <laughs> then there was the security dump of Facebook. Yep. When that happened, oh gosh, like these big. It doesn't matter who you are. It's everybody's at risk. I've had one of the people who I've learned from tell me before, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Yeah. When it comes to you're vulnerable. Everyone will at one point, it's not a matter of if, it's yeah. when. Uh, so yeah, just going off what you said, you cover hacking, phishing. So other big ones, as I said, ransomware, credit card fraud. I mean, have you ever been a victim of credit card fraud in any sense or uh, know someone? No, not that I know of. Okay. Anyway, continuing on. <laughs> so as we said, we covered th types of threats in the cyber world, hacking, ransomware, phishing, fraud, as I said, credit card fraud, big one nowadays. Another one, cyber stalking, big one, someone finding your address and all things like yep. that. I mean, That could tie into it a little bit, just yeah. the same sort of sense. Like DDoS attacks and just like having someone know your location yeah. literally to a T. 
Yep. Okay. For anyone who uh, doesn't know what DDoS is, it's a denial of service. So basically, I can fry your router more or less or your Wi-Fi. My and, favorite. Yep. Oh, boy. My favorite. <laughs> um, I love that. So if anyone has your, your, your network information, your IP, stuff like that, and for a big thing is uh, DDoSing happens a lot in video games for anyone who doesn't know. If they get you in a network or they're in the game with you, they get you guys are linked through the game. Yep. Your networks are paired because you're playing together. They can then use that to basically boot you off through your wi-fi or boot your internet whatever you have yeah. going on and then you will be obviously off the internet your internet went down and then games going on but you got kicked yeah so yeah ddos denial of service um and another one social engineering as i said people will social engineer their targets know who they're looking into who they're going for and as i said people are trusting they might try to get this information from you you might not expect anything from it and then bam you know vulnerable boom it happens and then we already covered whaling earlier going for the top executive stuff like that and this can tie in there's another one called spear fishing where it could be okay i'm taking this person this person this person and then whaling is i'm top dog i'm going right for we're going right for the top of the line who's at the top of the food chain here some of the top vulnerabilities in our daily life that we can handle as i said one of the biggest vulnerabilities is usually people when it comes to technology and even going off just the four P's that we were talking about uh, earlier is patching. So things like old devices, out-of-date devices, always can be vulnerable. Keep your things up to date. Yeah. Always always keep your things up to date. Apps, devices that you have all the time. All the time. As we also said, goes and ties into the patching with the four P's. Out-of-date devices, old devices. Keep your stuff up to date. And when it comes to old devices... Certain things like Macs, I think, have an expiration date where past a certain age, they they can't actually get any more updates or they can't get the new Big Sur update. Oh, like sure, that. sure. And then another big uh, vulnerability is zero-day vulnerabilities. I, I don't know if you're familiar with that. I honestly have no idea what zero-day vulnerability <laughs> is actually all at right. all. So zero-day vulnerabilities are something that like a provider might be aware of and the customer might be in the dark about it. And the provider is known about it the whole time and might not say anything. And the longer it goes on, just the bigger issue that it could be. So yeah, that can be a pretty big issue when it comes to some big, you know, developments or some big software that interesting. That's oh, how we never knew or we didn't know about it. They might have known about it, but just kept in the That's fishy. Yeah. That's some fishy <laughs> stuff. So yeah, I mean that's just a general cybersecurity guys. Just being cyber aware. Uh if you want to have some more tips on that, just check out our website or just tag along in later episodes because we're gonna be talking about more of these kind of issues. So yeah, big takeaways from this episode, which is being cyber aware. Being smart on what you're doing on the internet, making sure people that are being smart on the internet, that ties into having good passwords, safe clicking, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, how about you? What what would you recommend for some viewers? You know, I say the three big takeaways for myself is like, make sure what you have, make sure your information's safe. Being aware, like passwords is a huge thing for me. Like I have a different password for just about everything that I log yep. into, you know, patching, make sure your stuff is up to date, make sure okay. everything's ready and ready to go. And honestly, I didn't know about like the the term of whaling. I thought that was crazy. And you know, people yep. going for the top dogs. That's mind blowing to me. Yep. It's interesting stuff what what kind of attacks. And we only covered a handful. Yeah. You know, that's there's true. so much more out there that we can cover in later episodes, but this is just some of the main ones that we wanted to bring up this yeah. episode. So yeah, for anyone again with the website, just go to uh mnsu.edu forward slash cyber aware for more information on that sort of thing. Again, Ham, thank you for joining me for this first episode and thank you for everyone who's listening. Dude, thanks for having me on. This has been such an honor. Thank you. No problem. I'm glad to have you. And now uh we're just gonna pass it off to Mercy for the current news.
first update today, gamers beware. Malware hunts Epic and EA Origin accounts. A new malware in the hunt today is Bard Stealer that swipes data including cookies, passwords, bank card information saved in web browsers, screenshots, login memory, and application sessions. The research made by Kapaski also found a big demand on the darknet for stolen game accounts that are going for a very attractive price. Gaming accounts are clearly hunted by cyber criminals, so if you want to enjoy gaming peacefully, and don't worry about your in-game credit or accounts being gone. Make sure you protect your account with two-factor authentication and use a reliable security solution to protect your devices. Our second update today, emails, chat logs, more leaked online from a far-right militia linked to the U.S. Capitol riot. Emails, chat logs, membership records, donor lists, and other files were leaked by a group called Oathkeepers. These also admitted their role in the January 6th storming of the U.S. Capitol. Some of the data leaked online was 160 of the U.S. government and military email addresses. Our third news update today is TangoBot malware aiming at Android devices. A cybersecurity company called CloudMark has recently identified a new malware that can take over a victim's mobile phone through SMS. The way this would work is you get a text message, a link. Once this link is clicked, you redirect you to a website asking you for an Adobe Flash update. This malware also has the ability to take over your device's functions that may include a contact list, your phone history, camera and microphone, along with the ability to use the internet. Be aware and avoid clicking links from numbers you do not recognize. Another malware on the hunt called Schleyer has the same ability to ask you for an Adobe Flash update. And once this is clicked, it has access to your browsing history and may also pave way for other malware to be downloaded on your device. And that wraps up the news for this week. Thank you for listening to the CyberWare podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye.